Much has been made about Tommy Lloyd's recruiting and some of his decisions that he's made. We are going to find out, though, what exactly they were like and what is the big move that he's got up his sleeve going forward. Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day, your team every day. All right, now. Let's talk about Arizona Wildcat basketball recruiting. There is a lot going on here that we need to talk about. Now, first, to rehash, a lot has been made, and rightfully so, about Tommy Lloyd's recruiting. Can he recruit enough? Does he have enough of an edge? All of these questions have been asked, and they've all been asked in spades. Um, Listen, I think it's fair to say at this point that there have been some players that Tommy Lloyd has kind of miscalculated on a little bit as far as recruiting and slow playing some guys that probably shouldn't have been slow played. Give you an example. And again, maybe he would have always gone there, but Cody Williams, um, by uh, on three's estimation, he's the number one player in the entire country. Arizona got on him late and, uh, or, and, not only did they get on him late, Tommy Lloyd knew about him from day one, essentially. Um, and because Dylan Anderson, currently on the U of A team, went to Gilbert Perry High School with Cody Williams. There's no reason that you don't offer Cody Williams uh, immediately, mainly because he checks out. He comes from a good family. He's good at basketball and there's just a lot to like about him. So again, you don't look, you don't try to find a solution in search of a problem. That is kind of, I think, what uh, Tommy Lloyd did right there. Now, the next thing, though, that we're going to talk about is correcting this. Because again, there's been some misreading as well. We'll also bring up Ryan Nemhard. I think that the coaching staff thought they'd get Ryan Nemhard. Uh, they did not get Ryan Nemhard. Um, and not only did they get Ryan Nemhard, uh, they wasted a lot of time there. But Tommy Lloyd, though, is still the man. Again, he is the winningest coach in college basketball history through his first two years, and there is a reason for that. It's because he gets it. It's because he understands things. And, well, I mean, let's be honest here. Um, with the... Uh, uh, um, with When it comes to recruiting, you always have to have a backup plan. And by having a backup plan, that essentially means that, you know what? If plan A doesn't work, then I need to be able to get to plan B or whatever the case may be. And that I think is what Arizona is trying to do right now. We will find out where that goes, but let's talk about some of those plan Bs. First of all, Jaden Bradley. Now, Jaden Bradley, a great, uh, Jaden Bradley um, is the heck of a consolation prize right there. And there's a lot to like about him. Now, uh, just kind of rehashing there. He was an ex-five-star five star guard um, that out of New York, Arizona, came in second to Alabama before. Now, like we talked about, he thought better of it and is coming to the University of Arizona, where he will be next to Kylan Boswell. And I think that's going to be a very nice fit there all the way around. Um, when it comes to uh, – um, when it comes to – let's see here uh, – Let's talk Kylan Boswell. 
Let's talk Jaden Bradley. When it comes to Jaden Bradley, though, he's a good fit because, again, I think he'll be probably be good for 10 points, three or four assists this year at that off-guard position. Then it gets fascinating for me because there's a chance, and we've always heard these rumblings, that Kylan Boswell is going to go pro, that Kylan Boswell might um, uh, that Kylan Boswell might go pro. I don't really see it, but you know what? All There's times all the time um, – uh, there's times all the time where you get it and you're like, uh, all right. Um, but Kylan Boswell might go on to the NBA. If he goes on to the NBA, then you get Jaden Bradley. And, uh, we need to be honest here with Jaden Bradley. Um, he gives you an insurance policy that you don't otherwise had, because we've talked about this before with recruits like to Don Thomas, zoom Diallo, um, you know, players like that. I never thought that Arizona was going to be able to get them. Now, um, who knows? Maybe I'd be wrong on that, but I never thought that Arizona was going to be able to get them. Those just did not seem like normal fits. They didn't seem like natural fits. Um, so Jane Bradley will be there for the following year. And keep in mind here, and this is something that's very important to keep in mind, Jane Bradley, 23-24 uh, is the year that Arizona basketball, I think, really, or excuse me, 24-25 is when they really make that move back and because you're bringing in a monster recruiting class, you're bringing in, uh, you're bringing in, uh, um, excuse me, your uh, Carter Bryant, and you're bringing in Jamari Phillips, both two top 25 wings out of California, and you're just getting started. You got to figure that there will be other players in there, and depending on where everything lands, heck, maybe you have Kylan Boswell. You could still theoretically have Umar Ballo because of the COVID year. You could theoretically still have Pella Larson. Now, again, I wouldn't bank on either one of those happening, but you could have either one of those guys. What you need, though, is a point guard, and you don't want to go with the untried, untrue way. That's why you need to be able to have Kylan Boswell, or excuse me, some kind of insurance policy in there. That's what Jaden Bradley gives you. But he's more than just an insurance policy. He's a player that can play as well. So let's look to future classes then and where Arizona is. All right. In-state, uh, state, Arizona is recruiting very, very well and there is a ton of very young players in state that Tommy Lloyd's not waiting on, that he's getting in now. We like that. We like when the Tommy Gunn gets in now, makes his appearance felt. And so let's talk about some of these guys. Uh, first, you got uh, Cam Holmes. You might remember Cam Holmes, uh, brother Deron Holmes, uh, who did not come here, obviously, is declared for the NBA draft. But his brother is a little bit different, a little bit more of a wing. But Cam Holmes can play. He's an easy, uh, he's a he's a no-brainer, no-brainer type recruit. You offer him, he's about six foot, I don't know, what about uh six five or so, and he probably projects as a future NBA player. He is um uh he's got that type of ability. He'll be able to pretty much decide wherever he wants, whatever school he wants to go to. Um that to me is uh, that to me is kind of a no brainer. That to me is kind of a no brainer right there for him. I think it makes a ton of sense. Now, um, uh, now, where is uh, some of the other stuff that we're dealing with here? Let's talk a little bit about. Um, let's talk a little bit about another player, Elijah Williams. Now, you might say who's Elijah Williams? He's Monty Williams' kid right there, Monty Williams. And we're gonna get to all of this. And the importance of it. But first, Built Bar. All right. Now, 
the best thing that you got, let's say you're going to a gym or whatever, and uh, you got built bar and you're like, man, I don't really want to go to the gym. This isn't fun. This isn't exciting. There's really nothing that I can do here that I like. And I got to eat bad food at the end. Now, Built Bar is here to the rescue. Built Bar is saying, all right, uh, we're going to take out, we're going to cut out the middleman here, the un, the untasty element of uh, the post-workout, and we're going to work out good, and we're going to get good stuff right here. Built Bar did that. I like the blueberry. You can get them at all of your local GNCs. Again, great stuff. Check it out. Built Bar. All right. Let's talk about the importance and the connection of Monty Williams here coming up next. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, the importance of Monty Williams and all of this. Now, again, I don't think Monty Williams is a very good coach. Suns fan here, don't think he's a very good coach. Um, but his kid's very, very good, and I think Monty's probably a pretty good dude. And his kid is very good. His kid is at a smaller school in Scottsdale, but in the 2026 class, He's going to be, a, he's a no-brainer type recruit. He's that good. And again, we're talking early now because we've got to get in on these kids early now in state. We're learning from past mistakes right here. Monty, but Elijah Williams got a lot going for him right there. He's, uh, he's athletic, or he can move up and down the court. He's pretty athletic and he likes dunking the basketball, which is always something you want to see when you're dealing with kids of that age. Will they be aggressive when they need to? Can they be aggressive when they need to? And um, he is he is that right there. Um, then you also got Koa Pete right there. These guys we're talking about right now, especially uh, who we're about to talk about, these are uber elite recruits right here. Koa Pete, um, one of the top three players in the entire country, goes to Gilbert Perry. Also, Gilbert Perry known for having Dylan Anderson and, wait for it, the number one player in this class, Cody Williams. Um, that's what they've uh, done there. That's the kind of talent they've amassed right there at Gilbert Perry. Koa Pete is the easiest no-brainer offer that you make out there. Um, he can uh, he can drop step dunk on anybody he wants. He's super athletic and he's also very, very physical, which is always a good thing. We like that. We like physical big men right here. And he can guard a variety of positions because of how athletic he is. Again, this guy is on the now he's been on the national radar since eighth grade. He's that dude. This is the best in-state prospect, native in-state prospect since. Uh, I know it feels weird not saying Cody Williams, but probably since Marvin Bagley. That's how good this guy is. And Arizona's got a legit chance. They got to keep recruiting him, obviously, but Arizona has a legitimate chance here getting him. Now, some of the other players um, that uh, Arizona is looking at in these recruiting cycles, you're also going to be looking in that Southern California region because keep in mind, Carter Bryant, top five player in the country. Arizona prioritized him very early on and they got him. Then Jamari Phillips as well. I feel that Jamari Phillips is dramatically underrated. Um, I've always felt that. Um, and I think that you're now seeing that the recruiting, um, that the, uh, I think the recruiting services have, uh, are going to see that as such, because when we were up at uh, the EYBL in Phoenix, he was dropping threes left and right. He looked absolutely amazing out there. That's what you want to see out of a player like Jamari Phillips. And he is also going to be the ideal type player 
for Tommy Lloyd to rec- uh, to play. You throw him out there on the wing, and he can already shoot. He can already handle a little bit. He can do all of that stuff and probably projects as a two-year player at the University of Arizona, and that is more than okay. And that is uh, that's more than okay, but again, I do believe he's a pro. Arizona's got to get more pros on this roster. And that's one thing that uh, that's one thing that they don't have a ton of right now is they don't have guys that are a, uh, they don't have a ton of pros right now. Um, uh, and um, one thing that uh, one thing I will say is um, all right. One thing that I will say is this is that Arizona right now is. Um, kind of in this weird spot where everybody knows that they've got, everybody knows they've got playing time, but for whatever reason, they haven't been able to really kill it in the transfer portal. Now that was all a tease to get you to the next, uh, um, to the next step right there. Transfer portal is uh, Arizona has not gotten their guys. Now um, one thing though, to keep an eye on though, with the transfer portal is Players that are declared for the NBA draft and might withdraw from the NBA draft. But before we get to them, we're going to talk about DeMarco Dunn here a little bit. Um, DeMarco Dunn is the uh, DeMarco Dunn is um, player uh, originally out of Tucson. Went to North Carolina for a couple of years. Didn't play a ton there. I would like him back in Arizona for a variety of reasons. First, because I think he's a pretty I think he's a pretty good basketball player. He's pretty athletic. He can get up and down the court. Again, didn't put up a ton of numbers at North Carolina. Totally get all that. I think he could come in and at the worst case scenario be a seventh or eighth guy. Somebody like that. And let's be honest here, he's probably better than guys like Philly B. Again, no, no diss towards Philly B. I would love to be wrong, but I, I don't have a ton of faith in Philly B. Um, now, uh, that's why I would bring in DeMarco Dunn. I need more athletes on this team. I need more guys with a little bit of an edge. DeMarco Dunn has that. And uh, that is a that is a good thing right there. Now, um, let's see here. Let's take a quick break then and talk about then a few of these players that are currently in the NBA draft that maybe we should be talking about, maybe looking at from an Arizona perspective right there. Be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we got to talk about what is Arizona looking for from these players. The first thing we need to try to find here is guys that are ball handlers. Because again, Arizona's got two ball handlers on the team right now. Um, and by two ball handlers on the team, I mean just two ball handlers. Pell Larson's not a ball handler. Other guys on this team, not ball handlers. It's Jane Bradley and it's uh it's um, uh, Kylan Boswell, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's an actuality of what we're dealing with right here. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. What is that next move then for Arizona? Where can they uh, where can they find that? That's where I believe you're going to find the next player. Courtney Ray- Courtney Ramey 2.0 is what we need to be looking for. Now again, I'd like Arizona to get somebody a little bit better than Courtney Ramey, but that is kind of the you know the gist where a proven college player that is in the draft, probably not an NBA player, probably going through the process, probably looking for a new home. Um, you know, and again, Courtney Ramey. If I'm bringing in Courtney Ramey as my third guard, I am more than okay with that. Again, he wasn't great, but it wasn't like he stunk though either. And um, 
And honestly, it's just kind of the way it is right there. Um, but I, you need somebody that can take a little bit of the pressure off the ball handler, especially if somebody gets hurt, and they can you know chip in 10 to 15 per game, something like that uh, on a regular basis. Because again, there are minutes that are going to be had here, and that is a good thing. And not only are there going to be minutes that are going to be had right here, there's going to be minutes for these players when they come in right now. So I believe that Tommy Lloyd should be able to recruit this at a fairly high level right here because, again, you've got a good product to be able to uh, uh, sell right here. And when Tommy Lloyd has gotten in on kids early, he has done a pretty good job of snaring those kids right there. Now, with uh, – what you're looking for, though, you're looking for players that can shoot. Again, you got a questions of shooting on this team. I get that. You got a lot of questions about shooting on this team, and um, you know that's a uh, that's a fair that's a fair concern because you don't really have you don't really have a ton of uh, you know like this past year. Who are the shooters on the team? Pell is not really a shooter. I mean, if he's standing wide open, sure, but. Boswell's not a, I mean, Boswell is a good shooter. Boswell probably should have played more, but Kerr wasn't a good shooter. I thought he was, but he wasn't. Tabellus really wasn't a shooter. There wasn't really that guy. You got to be able to get more players in here that can shoot the basketball, quite frankly. Um, Ramey was all right. Ramey had his moments, but you need to be able to replace that. So, and Jane Bradley's not really a shooter either, although we might very much like the addition of Jane Bradley, but you got to get shooters in here and you got to get shooters in here now. Because, again, Kylan Boswell, good shooter. We like what Kylan Boswell can do here, um, especially at the end of the year. He was the best shooter on the team, and it was baffling to me that he wasn't uh, – um, that he uh, – in the Princeton game, that Arizona didn't play him more. I – you know, again, uh, Kerr's stinking up the joint, and meanwhile, you got this loyalty to him. Well, Boswell, who's actually become a good shooter, is playing well, is nowhere to be found. So – that's uh, that's where that is, but that's the kind of players you're looking for, though. You got to find guys that can shoot, that can handle, because Arizona right now on the perimeter, you got three proven players right now in, or semi-proven players in Kylan Boswell, Jamin Bradley, and um, uh, Pella Larson. So there's minutes to be had right there. Not only are there minutes to be had, there's a quite a few minutes to be had right there. Um, so. That's where we're going to look at there. Now, um, up front, uh, Arizona, I think, is pretty much set. There's going to be an international player brought in. Um, his name's been bandied about a lot. Not really breaking any news right there, but there will be an international player brought in. He'll be paired with uh, Umar Ballo. He'll be paired with Azulis Tabellis, and Arizona will go from there with him. Um, but as I always caution people with the international players in the international route, it's hard to really expect anything per se out of the international player, mainly because they could be really good, but odds are they're probably going to struggle a little bit. And we'll look at it this way. Tommy Lloyd's viewed as the best international recruiter, rightfully so, in college basketball. But he's kind of over three on immediate impacts with uh, international players. Now, you could say that he wasn't looking for international or immediate impacts. That's probably fair. But Adama Ball was a miss. He's at Santa Clara now. Philly B would love for Philly B to be awesome, but odds are Philly B probably won't be awesome. And Henry Vasar was brought in as this NBA-type prospect that was hyped about that, and Henry looked lost for most of his freshman year. So I always caution people with that that don't 
don't look at it from a uh, don't look at it from a you know um, an immediate impact perspective because odds are probably not going to be. Um, now that's why I am a big fan of the transfer portal. Um, and not only am I a big fan of the transfer portal, I am a big fan of. Um, I, not only am I a fan of the transfer portal, I am a big fan of um, guys that you already know what they can do. And with players like that, that's what you want to get. You want to get guys that you know, all right, I know that he averaged 15 a game at Texas, or I know that he averaged 13 a game at Baylor, whatever the case may be, because that's easy to extrapolate. That's easy to compare to as opposed to the guy who's playing Macedonia or Estonia or something like that, and you don't even know what to really – what to really do with that. So that's where it's at. But again, Arizona, Tommy Lloyd, I think has learned from some of his past mistakes. He's getting on kids early right now, especially in state, which is what you need to do. You need to be able to get in on kids early in state. That is a big thing. And when it comes to the transfer portal, you got to be able to hop in there and you got to be able to get some of these players would love to see him do it. But, um, and again, there will be an international player brought in. But overall, the uh, the recruiting strategy, I think, is far more sound than it was in the past. And that is something that is very good. All right, everybody. We're going to sign off right here. But as always, you have a great, great weekend right here. It's never been a better time to be an Arizona Wildcat fan. Because again, I would expect some more additions to the Arizona Wildcats team in the next couple weeks here. Hint, hint, hint. But again, everything's going smooth. We're going to be talking football next week, basketball as well. You name it, we've got it. You have, like I said, have a great have a great weekend. You have been listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast.